Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hits. Tattoo artists were dismayed to see that under the government's plans, they wouldn't reopen until phase five in August, at the very earliest. And the tattoo sector, of course, is unregulated in this country. They're self-regulated. When Health Minister Simon Harris last year ruling out any new laws to regulate the tattooing and body piercing industry in Ireland, there have been calls for regulation over the recent years, but they've failed miserably and and never really gathered any momentum at all. And in lieu of the long sought for regulations, the tattoo industry itself has created its own set of standards in terms of hygiene and safety. And they feel uh, that uh, they seem well placed to return work to, uh, to return to work sooner than the plan actually says in the COVID crisis. To join me on the line is Adele Walsh, who's the owner of Eden Art Tattoo. Good afternoon to you, Adele. Hi, good afternoon, Niall. Thanks for having me on. Good. Well, look, you're self-regulated. You set your own set of standards there last year when we had all the hullabaloo over regulations. And, you know, I, from what I'm aware and what I've visibly seen myself, tattoo artists tend to wear masks and all that kind of thing. But there's nothing you can do to avoid touching somebody. No, not really. But the the whole thing is our industry already adheres to the highest standard of infection control. Like, it's a daily thing for us with PPE. Um, you can't really avoid anyone at this stage like you're going to the supermarkets people aren't really adhering to the two meter distance as it is no they're passing by each other and all sorts of carry on yeah yeah yeah, exactly and the we're welcoming the phased reopening plan um from the government we're just looking for an open discussion about our placement in the roadmap um, we have the correct protocols to ensure the safety of ourselves and our clients and that's just why we're looking to open earlier we're not looking to open tomorrow but possibly maybe stage four, as in the with the hairdressers and beauticians. And do you believe that you can... I mean, we've seen some of the suggestions in relation to hairdressing. There was a contraption there on the Claire Byrne show the other night, and I'd say it was a contraption because everybody seemed to think it was completely unworkable. Yes. Is, is it possible for you to have, like, a perspex screen-type contraption between you and the person you're tattooing? I imagine that's completely impossible. Yeah. It's... <laughs> It is a bit insane. Um, if it go, went to those lengths, possibly, but not really in the in the uh, scheme of things. Because, I mean, what you're doing is quite precise. You can't really get it wrong, although I've seen some miserable tattoos. But you, can't, you <laughs> yeah. can't really... I mean, you've got to be close up to the person's body. You've got to be able to see what you're doing. I mean, the best you could really do is wear a mask. I mean, you can't really have a screen in front of you between you and the person, can you? Yes, no. You can have um, eye protection masks for both people, all the regular PPE stuff that we wear on the daily anyway, this is second nature to us. Mm. Um, I read from the Matter Hospital as well, there's only a 1.5% chance of transfer of the virus from person to person if both people are wearing a mask also. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also Dolores Murray from the Association of Body Modification Artists said, we keep our doors closed with people only coming in by appointment only. There'll be a limited number of people in the studio. The artists would all wear PPE uh, or anyway, and yeah. everything is wiped down and everything is sterilised. I mean, which is, you've always done that, yeah. realistically anyway. That's uh, second nature. Yeah, so I mean, you guys are more prepared probably than anybody else. So you're very disappointed that you're kind of stuck at the end of this roadmap somewhere. Yeah. And even, yeah. and even at that, you don't know if the government are going to say, well, you need more restrictions. And I don't think you can have more restrictions, really, to be honest with you. This is the thing. See, the government has little to no knowledge or facts regarding our industry. 
they never really consult us on anything like that. And I don't think Leo's going in to get a tattoo tomorrow. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not or Simon. Either. So, I mean, in realistic terms, and this is what everybody's talking about, we talked to Elaine a few minutes ago about childcare, the government is not really on the ground. They, they, they're they in an office somewhere, in the doll or whatever it happens to be, and they don't understand the actual physicality and the practicality of you doing your job. Yes, exactly. That's the thing. The, our whole thing is we feel we've been brushed to the side a little bit because it was just... Um, what was it, a service for which there's not a population-wide demand, and it was example tattoo piercing. But 35% of uh, Irish people are tattooed this not, year. It's not my cup of tea, but I know people do yeah, like exactly. it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know people want to get it done. So when would you like to open? You want to open earlier than that, what, July? Uh, stage four, ideally, along with uh, beauticians and hairdressers. That's the category we're kind of lumped into for tax and insurance, as it is. But, so, I, but I had a beautician on the other day and she does like waxing and eyebrows and all sorts of things. And she said the government restrictions and guidelines and the Perspex screens that are demanding that she use, she can't do her job. Yeah, yeah. And hairdressers are, have the same problem, of course. You know, I mean, they're going to have the same problem too. Yeah. Uh, you know, that, it's impossible to do it that way. So, you know? so what's really going to happen here? I mean, there, there is a case of saying we're just going to have to go back to the way we were doing it and take a risk and maybe get somebody to sign a consent form as they come in the door and say, listen, you understand there is close contact in this particular occupation and, you know, the risk has to be yours, not ours. That's it. Well, there's risk involved in everything, you know. There's risk in driving to work. There's risk in going outside your front door from anything. I mean, there's a risk in getting a tattoo. I don't, by the way, I don't want to put people off getting them. It's a very small risk, but there's always a risk of infection, isn't there? There is. Once um, someone leaves the shop is usually, that's when the, the risk <laughs> is yeah, because, more prevalent. Because they're rubbing it or touching it or showing exactly. it to people. You can't, you can't control what people do once they leave your doors, you know. Mm. And what is the risk, by the way? I mean, what, how many people actually do get an infection out of a tattoo? It's incredibly rare. Right. I'm tattooing 10 years and I've never had an infection come back to me. It's sp- very, very rare. Have you ever spelled a word wrong? No. <laughs> Don't jinx me now, now. <laughs> I, I've, uh, I've seen some of those tattoos where somebody has spelled something wrong. Oh, there's many, many. Uh, and they're funny. All right, but well, look, I completely agree with you. I'm on your side. And I think, you know, at this stage now, we need to start getting back to business again. And I think people have to understand that there is a risk, like there is to everything in life. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Listen, thank you very much indeed, Adele. Thanks I appreciate million, you. Thanks, Cheers. All right. Well, look, there's a call out there. If anybody happens to be listening in relation or who makes decisions, uh, um, to start taking uh, people like tattoo artists and other people who are employed, you know, in small sectors in the community and take them seriously and understand the job they actually do. Um, the job they do has been there for a long time. Some people want to get it done, some people don't, but it is there and it has to be looked after like every other job because they employ people and those people are not on the dole, not taking your taxes, not on social welfare and, of course, they're all part of our economy. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi award winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic.